Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Den. This is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to just catch up. My name is Sal Biazzi, and with me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. And boy, do I feel like we have a lot to talk about. And I am so beat because today I obviously, you know, but I did a lot of yard work. But I still think that we can pump out some quality content here. I have all the faith in the world that we will put out a very mediocre product. We'll put out an episode. For people to listen to. I agree. Um, so let's actually catch up on things. Okay. What are we catching up Because this is the Brothers Catch Up. And I, you know, it's funny because like, we've had a bunch of episodes... And I don't think we've ever actually actually caught up on our lives. Well, it's because we don't spend any time apart from each other. <laughs> so it's like, what are we catching up on? I see you basically every day. But there are things that we can go back to that we've addressed in this podcast that we can now just like catch up on and bring back up and talk about a little bit. Terrarium. The terrarium is one. I know, I know you mentioned I earlier this update. week. You said you had an update. I do. What is it? It's dead. That was your update? <laughs> <laughs> that it's dead? All right, but it's a little bit more than that. Okay, so it kind of ties into my other update. What's your other update? It's about my throwing knives. Oh, because it's dead because you stopped paying attention to it because you have a no. new hobby. No. No, see? That's why you shouldn't assume because you are wrong. I was throwing knives in the backyard and hatchets. And the hatchets broke through the palette that I used to make my target mm-hmm. and we're hitting the concrete wall behind it which I'm already worried that is cracking and it's the foundation of my house and like the house will fall down. Should probably find a better place to throw knives and hatchets. So I was like I need something to put in front of this pallet so that the hatchets don't bust through the pallet and smash the wall and knock my house down. So I went to my firewood because I have a big pile of firewood behind my shed and there's some big ass logs that I didn't never cut down. I was like I will manhandle these logs from this tarp and put them in front of the pallet that way the hatches will hit this log instead of the concrete wall and when i lifted the log first of all they were all wet because i put them yep. in the tarp i never built the wood rack which i really should have done when i moved now they're just like laying in mud and they're getting rotted but some of them actually most of them are fine they're not that bad but anyway, I lifted one up, and there was all these bugs and worms and, like, slimy leaves and moss on the bottom of it. And my first thought was, hey, my terrarium is dying. Like, there really hasn't been much life or anything in there. And the holly leaves that were in there have molded over and got, like, white fuzz on them. It's a mess. I was like, I'll open up the terrarium, I'll wipe it down, I'll take all the mossy, gross stuff out that looks like it's dead, and I'll put new, fresh bugs and worms and leaves and muck from the underside of this log right in my terrarium, and I'll give it new life, just like that. So I put all the bugs in, I put the worms in, I cleaned it all out, got all the gross stuff out, closed it all up, and the first day, it was great. I had these three little... Encephalopod bugs, the roly poly bugs that yep. were rolling around. They were crawling around. They were doing their thing, looking for food, burrowing under stuff. I was like, this is great. Second day I woke up, they were good. They were moving on stuff. One was climbing on the little stick that I put in there. One was up on the rock, but they were they weren't moving as much. The third day, they were in the same spot as they were this time. They're I woke all up dead. The day. 
And then the fourth day, they were literally on their back, dead. What do you think happened? <sighs> I think that I didn't get all the mold out from when I took the gross stuff out, and it was just a poisonous environment. So you just put, put them, them in a torture like a chamber. Gas chamber. <laughs> I think that's probably what happened. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the worms either, so they might be dead too. So terrarium's dead. I might have to just start from scratch. I think you just gotta give up on the terrarium. Dream. I like the terrarium. I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna have some good terrarium someday. Look, you don't learn skills immediately. I don't think terrarium's a skill though. I think it's definitely a hobby, and hobbies require skill. But knife throwing's doing really well, and I put those two nails right in that log. So my knife throwing technique is coming a little bit, and I got the overhand throw for the knives. I got the the brush technique or whatever for the, the like projectiles that aren't blades, mm. like which are the nails that I was throwing. I'm gonna be able to throw anything and hurt people. But I don't not that I want to hurt people, but like self defense. I don't know. I still think throwing stuff is like the least effective form of self defense. I can make anything a weapon. Not really. If I can make it penetrate your flesh. Yeah, like you'd need something sharp. Or but I would I would argue like if you give me that with no practice I'd also have a weapon. <laughs> That's a good point. But like anyone I get it from a distance. So. What if I dodge it from like a stealth? Like I could hide in a bush, like in the video games, and then just like go, and then no one will like, hear or see it. The old COD games like Modern Warfare Two and then Black Ops, just throwing, throwing knives and tomahawks. Across the map, just randomly. Every once in a while, people. you get it to like hit somebody, and it's a great feeling. I don't do that anymore. I don't think. I don't know. I haven't played video games in forever. Although, a little video game news. Okay. I was like watching a video that apparently there's a chance that the next Call of Duty is going to be a multiplayer remaster of Modern Warfare Two. Because back when they released it last year as the campaign remaster, in the coding of the game, the multiplayer was there. They just didn't release it. So, apparently... Would this like, be the, the third time they've released Modern Warfare 2? No, they've only released it the one time. Well, I guess technically, because they released it the one time, and then they released the campaign, and then this would be the multiplayer. But like, the campaign release was, was... I don't care about the campaign. I want to play Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. And it looks like we may be getting it in this next year because the Call of Duty that was supposed to come out is possibly getting scrapped because it's just like not ready. So it might get pushed back and they're going to be in a pinch and they're going to need a game. Is that my phone? Is that the computer? I think it was the computer. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, do you want to talk about Pokemon Snap? Because we talked about it last week at the very end. Pokemon Snap, I put some time into it and I will give my review. It is good. Good review. <laughs> I, I'm having fun with it. Out of ten, what would you give it? It's an eight. Nice rounding. I haven't beaten it yet, but I, I gotta say, like, it's what you want in Pokemon. Is it Snap. giving you like the same kind of feel? I have yet to find the depth that, but I'm not far enough into the game yet to determine if it's not there. But for example, like in Pokemon Snap, the original. There were so many things that you could unwittingly 
fall into, whether it be hidden pathways or secret little shadows that you can take a picture of or unlockable little pictures that you could only get if you did a certain thing. And there's been a few things that have kind of come close to that, but there's been nothing yet that, in my opinion, matches that. I would argue you probably just haven't found them yet. I think that's probably I, true. I feel like there's no way they didn't put it in. I think that's probably true. If they're going to take the time to remaster, not remaster, to put out a new Pokemon Snap, I think they must have looked at the old one and said, why was this game good? And well, like, for example, like the Pathways are example. Like there are shortcuts that you can unlock, but the unlock the way you unlock them isn't the same as like just like, like for example like when you hit the Magikarp into the Mankey that landed the Mankey at the end of the map onto the button which opened up a secret like that was crazy yeah and in this game it's just a matter of like did I scan everything okay scan something okay there's a pathway here scan that now maybe there are things that I haven't unlocked yet I'm just saying that I've yet to tap into that and i'm worried that maybe it's just it's not, not as, there it's just not as deep as i want it to be but even if that's the case i still think that it's fun and it's the game that you kind of want so like they did a pretty good job all right and you I played like it. it a little bit yeah i played a little bit um i really liked it uh professor mirror is a dickhead i like <laughs> professor oak better but other than that he's a harsh critic on a lot of um i like it all right um I'm going to catch up a little bit on me. Yeah, let me hear. I went to, this morning, I went and joined an adult baseball league wow. team. I had talked to like the, the manager of the team the day prior. I'd sent out an email to him like the week before. Didn't hear back from him until the, the Friday. Then I talked to him on Saturday. And we were on the phone for like 15 minutes kind of talking about what I'm looking for to play baseball. And he made this league sound very, like, competitive and high level. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, I don't know if that's what I could want. Like, I haven't played baseball since high school. And even in high school, like, I wasn't great. I was good. I think I was a good player. But I wasn't great. And then to come into, like, this league where he's telling me guys are throwing, like, mid-80s. You're going you're gonna to face some guys who are going to throw 90s. What I saw today makes me very happy. It looks like I can definitely hang with it. Um, you can tell that there are going to be players who are going to just be like good. Like these, like one of the guys on this team pitched against Jabba Chamberlain in college and like beat him, like outdueled him. And it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like that. This is like some of the guys that are on it. Now today they happen to play the worst team in this league. It's like that team didn't look great. They were like, this is the worst team we face. So I'm very excited. I didn't play today. I just kind of met. You met observed. The, yeah, I observed, met the team. Um, I got a text message afterwards from the guy. And he was like, everybody liked you. Everyone gave you the nod. We're excited to see you play. So like, I'm, I'm in. I got added to their group, their group uh, text You're stuff. on the roster. So like, I'm next week, I'm playing. Like I'm playing a baseball game next week. So we'll talk about that on the podcast, how it goes. Yeah. I think I'm maybe playing shortstop because I believe they only have one shortstop on the team, and he's not going to be able to make the game. You better be ready. I don't know if I can make that throw. <laughs> There's no time for rust. <laughs> There's no time for rust. See, so, like, I gotta like, it's like, I gotta like full court press here. I haven't. I need to like do some sort of practice this week. Now here's the real question: Are you going to tell them that you have a podcast? I will say 
from my first meeting of all the guys, not that I judge people by the cover. They seem like my type of men. <laughs> They're like, my guys. Like, they seem like my type of guys. So, yeah, I'll tell them. <laughs> like, we're, like, so, maybe a few aren't, but they seem like cool dudes. All right, cool. So I'm excited. Awesome, man. Well, I hope you do well. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I haven't faced live. My dad before was like, when was the last time you like swung a bat? And I said, well, I've swung a bat before, but like, are you talking about like against live pitching? And he said, yeah. And I was like, my last game of high school. If you get to the cages, are you going to work your way up? You're going to start with like 60 miles an hour? In yeah, I think I have to. I don't think I could just hop into like a 90 mile per hour cage. <laughs> But here's the thing, I've always sucked at hitting in a cage. Like, well, I, gotta, I can't time the arm. Well, you at least gotta try it. Well, I know I have to. I want to go to the fields at some point this week, take a little, take some grounders and some BP. We should get a pitching machine. Okay, that seems unrealistic. I mean, Doge is going crazy. But, I'm excited. I'm really excited to just, like, play baseball. Wow. I know. I'm proud of you for even going. I was so scared. <laughs> I was like shitting my pants walking to the dugout. Were they wearing masks? No. There was not a mask in sight. <laughs> not a mask in sight. Just a big bunch of burly shit talking. <laughs> like Most of the men were like older. Like Most of the guys were like older. Um, but yeah, they all seemed really cool. Like cool. It's, it's legit. The guy said like we're a great group of dudes and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think he's right. Like they they seem really cool. Everyone's super nice and but kind of mean in a way, and I like that. <laughs> like, got an edge. Yeah, like give me some shit. I can take it. The one guy, he's like, as soon as I showed up, he was like, "You look like a baseball player." I was like, "Thanks." He goes, "Yeah, like everything about you except your pants." He's like, "I don't like your pants." Like the fact that like I just <laughs> met this guy and he's like, "I don't like your pants. You look weird." And I was like, "All right, like I like it." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, here we go." Cool. So, we can get to the topic that I wanted to talk about today. Okay. This is just, like, to round it out. I want to talk about the joys of life. The joys of life. And I think I'm 30 now. Closing in on 31 rapidly. Like, I can't believe we're already... Like, it's May. Like, I'll be 31 in a month. You got through your first year in the 30s. I'm going to kill myself. Not really. That's the point, though. Because at 30, 31, I think things are really slowing down. Like your heart. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, things are speeding up in a way. Like life is moving quickly. But You see it better. But yeah, I think like, coming into your element. I've always heard like, 30s are the best. Like everyone always... Is scared of the 30s because you leave your 20s. And your 20s are supposed to be so fun. Yeah. But from everything I've read and heard in podcasts, and the 30s are like the best 10 years of your life. Like they're better than your 20s because you're older and you're not 40 yet. So it's just like you're in a weird little zone. Well, I don't want to put unfair expectations on my 30s. But I will say just this past year and now having the baby and – the house and doing the yard work all day and our business and the jobs that we go and do and yeah paying taxes and all this stuff like if people especially people we know who we won't name in the specific podcast 
But people tend to think that, you know, it can be negative, especially you listen to our political ramblings or whatever. And it's hard to not fall into that when you're looking at what's going on in the world. But if you're centered, which I think I'm a pretty centered person, and I think you're a pretty centered person, like we're, we try and be balanced. We do things that we enjoy and we try not to get too lost in our politics, but our politics balances out because we look inward, but also outward at the greater I always kind of say I'm like either the most optimistic negative person or the most negative optimistic person. Yeah. Like overall, when it comes to – That's getting in the I end, buddy. I always look at shit glass half full. Yeah. Like I am a very positive person. I always try to look at the bright side of things. But – You're real. At the same time, like if I look at like my political landscape, I think it's an absolute hellscape. <laughs> so like – but that's okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's not. I don't like it. I'd rather not be that. But so I think now that I'm the age I am, and I'm wondering how you're feeling at 26, because I think that once you get to that age, like I think that's another kind of plateau age where you hit another stage in life where you're like things are different. So like the young kids, the 21 year olds, are different from you. Yes. You know. You know what? I love being 26. Because, yeah. Cool. Oh, actually, well, it's weird. Okay. So I work obviously with younger kids in my other job and I'm around 16 year olds and I used to be around 16 year olds when I worked there six years ago but when I worked there six years ago I was 20 I was 21 16 year olds were basically me but now I'm 26 and these 16 year olds are 10 years younger and you have no patience for the bullshit and I'm like but it's not even that like I actually don't have they're fine like they're actually really cool like most of these kids are just awesome kids their work ethic I don't think is there, but I don't think it's their fault. Like, I really don't. Like, yeah. I think it's a product of just everything that is we're trending towards. Um, but, man, I don't I don't relate anymore. Yeah. Like, music. It's, it's fucking crazy how that happens. But I look at where I am and I go, I think I'm, like, after the year I had in 2020 mentally... I think right now, I'm in the best headspace and just overall feeling. Like, couldn't be happier with kind of the way things are. And it's been hard. Like, I mean, since I've moved back to Jersey, like, kind of balancing multiple jobs, uh, trying to take care of starting a business and all this stuff. But it's been fun. Like, I really wouldn't ask it. And it's been exhausting, but I really wouldn't ask for anything different, anything more. Um, it was funny. The other day, someone mentioned that uh, I looked sad. <laughs> and I was like, huh. Well, that's so weird because, like, not sad. I'm, not, like, I'm great. <laughs> like, I'm great. Like, I'm, like, I really am. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit crankier these days. But I think that's just a product of being exhausted after, like, a long day. But other than that, like, I really... I'm I'm taking every day and the new challenges it has and I'm embracing them. That's awesome. And I think that's I think that's kind of where I'm going with all this because I think just today when I'm out seeding the grass and watering the lawn and mowing it and all this stuff it hit me and just talking to my neighbors as they're walking by and you're in a totally different stage of your life now. And these things are things that I watch my parents do and remember Ronin, watching like they would ask me to help them do it, 
And I know that I'm going to ask my baby to help, to help you. me do it someday. Or I don't know that. Well, look and at- that's the other point because nothing is guaranteed. And just doing these actions today is fruit for the future. And whether or not I Here's- get to see it, it was worth doing it. And it's just these things that I'm really t- being grateful for. Yeah. I think that's Here's a great example age of Age and maturity. Here's a great example of it. If mom, when I was 16 years old, 10 years ago... When I'm home on a Sunday, if she asked me to power wash for her, I'd have a heart attack. I have no way I gotta go out, I gotta do this, blah, 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 I wanna lay inside, whatever. Today, go over mom. Nice day. Mom, power wash your, your patio for you. I'm outside just power washing. It's fun. Like I, like, I don't know. Like, it's, it is weird that. And I said it back when we did our solo podcast. I said it's very important for you to look back at where you were. A few years ago, five years, ten years, three years, whatever it is. And just appreciate who you are now and, and how you've gotten here and how things have changed. So, like, last night, I go out to a birthday dinner with ten strangers. Four years ago, if you said I have to go out to a dinner with ten strangers, there's no way on earth you can get me out of the house to go do that. Like, my no. anxiety, like, I can't. Now it's like, all right, let's go. And I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to be talking. I'm introducing myself to people. Same with the baseball. Same with baseball. I I couldn't fathom doing that a few years ago. And the fact that I was able to, like, I was nervous. But, like, I walked to it, just introduced myself. You had a good time. I was lively, talking. People liked me. Like, you have to look back and you have to appreciate where you kind of come from. And that's what I think my joy of life is. Is like, I truly appreciate who I was, who I am now, and who I'm becoming as a man. As a human. Yeah, it's kind of... As an uncle. As we move forward and we hit these stages of life, and it, it ties into what we've been saying in the past podcasts about consciousness and the collective and all these ideas of like God or like whatever, whatever the human spirit is. Like it's there's this unavoidable pull in your aging as you're pulling, as you move through time, and we experience it as people linearly towards these things like parenthood or home ownership property ownership or responsibility or maybe you're maybe it's none of those things maybe it's my your calling is travel or it's or it's being a careerist in other ways but as you get the, that experience that life experience how if you're in balance and you have your i don't know if you have a good support system i don't know you could really find that zen which is nice I, no, I, I feel like i feel like the joys in life today were just being out in the sun and just doing some work i love that i really agree with it um i'm in and we're four years apart it's so like i'm in a little bit of a different spot like i'm not amanda and i like the next thing on our horizon is getting married yeah um we're gonna keep renting for the next year or two and I'm not gonna have our own home but like even today like we're at mom's and i'm showing amanda the shed that we made and she's like looking around and she's like, I can't wait to have a backyard. I'm right? like, I know, right? Like, I just want to have my own backyard. The house across the lake, dude. I don't know. I don't think I'd give up uh, Monmouth County. <laughs> no, seriously. Tough. Like, literally just for golf. You can't do it. <laughs> it's tough. <clears throat> Ocean County golf is so bad. Let's buy just a plot of land and make a in golf Monmouth course. County. No, and then we'll just have the residents. The, we'll <laughs> just. Oh, okay. We can do that. If I can still get Monmouth County rates, yeah, sure. 
Wow. So yeah, I think that I think that stopping to appreciate the joys in life, like being sometimes just holding Rose now, and like you said it to me in the card the other day. Like oh, I'm glad you love her. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But like. But I meant that in like a like a genuine way. Like it makes me happy to see you love something like that. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I I know you love love your parents. I know you love me. I know you love Rachel. Um, but it's different, right? Like this is your child. Like this is your responsibility for the next at least eighteen years. It's gonna be more though. It's gonna be her whole life, and it's a commitment you make to yourself and the fact that you now have a, a life that you cherish more than your own is really I don't know it's cool to see like it's special yeah just like getting a kick out of her like face yeah so crazy like I look at it I have the picture on my phone and everyone I show it to I like laugh when I pull the picture I'm like <laughs> look at this picture this is my baby like, it's crazy but it's overwhelmingly human and grounded in nature and i love that and i can't believe we are entering this this time in our society where we're giving up so much freedom and so much of that human nature just to like science and the futurists i guess that collective march forward because i just being an individualist and doing your own work and building a little life for yourself is so rewarding. Yesterday, I was walking. No, I was running. I went for a run. And I passed a sign. And the sign said, uh, Black Lives Matter. Or no, in this house, we believe. Black Lives Matter. Trans rights or human rights or whatever it was, something else, something else. Science is real. <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? Science is real? No, no, seriously, what, is, what does that mean? Like, I'm, and I'm, I'm going to relate this back to, like, what we're saying. is like, I don't, like, when you have that sign out in front of your house, it's almost as if you're saying, because I don't agree with you politically, that I don't believe Black Lives Matter that I don't believe trans rights matter, or and I don't believe science is real, like, I think that type of thinking isn't very fair. And, however, for some reason, in this past week, something changed, where, like, before I would look at that sign, and I'd get, like, angry. Now I look at that sign, and I just, I kind of smile. I'm like, I think this person... As much as I may disagree with this person, I think there's good in them, and they're doing it for the good reason. Now, I hope if they were to meet me and we were to talk, I hope they would see that in me. Even though we're coming from different places, I hope they would, they would see that I'm doing it for the good. And that thinking, if, we, if everyone was to believe that about each other, there's so much hope for us. And that's the, the new line of thinking I'm, I'm taking. I think you're right. I think that's a good thought. All right, should we leave it there? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of short, but it's okay. It was after the squirt sports. Oh, don't give away Oh, I'm not supposed surprise. to say. Never mind. The episode is over. If it, if you hear a squirt that's totally the end of the episode, there's never any Play content. Play a new podcast after if that. If you ever look at the amount of time the podcast is and 
see how long it is. You'd be like, what's that other stuff? Don't nope, worry about nothing. But maybe there's more content. Wait, how long have we been talking? I feel like we've been talking forever. It's been 30 minutes. It's decent. 30, that's it? That's fine. Do you have anything else you want to say? <sighs> Let me think. Mm, on the spot thinking. Do you have anything I want to say? Oh, actually, yeah, kind of. Okay. Good. Just something weird. Okay. So yes, cool. last night. Nice. At this dinner, mm-hmm. there was this kid. As soon as as soon as I pulled up, me and Amanda pulled up. They were standing outside of the restaurant, and they just happened to be standing in front of the spot we pulled up in. So that was awkward. But when we got out of the car and meet everyone, and there was this one kid who immediately stands out to me. And I'm like, huh, he looks familiar. I wonder if I know him. Then I keep like looking at him. They were inside at the table. And everyone's like talking, and I'm waiting for them for like him to kind of stop talking to this girl. And I'm like, as soon as he stops talking, I'm gonna like figure this out. I'll say to him, "Hey, uh, name's Keith, right?" He's like, yeah. yeah. Well, I shouldn't say his real name on here. I was like, "Do I know you?" And he went, "He was, I don't know, because he was, I thought you looked familiar." And I was like, "That's so weird, because like I think you look familiar." So we sit there and we just try to figure it out. Where'd you go to school? Okay. What What year did you graduate? Do you know this person? Do you know that person? Nothing. Like, absolutely nothing was hitting. And it just, like, made me think. Or not think, but, like, my brain. Like, I think I have a pretty, like, strong facial recognition ability. And, like, I remember things. I have a great memory. It's like, I know I know this guy. Okay. Couldn't figure out where. But if I don't know him. How Why weird is that? Re- that we both just recognize each other? that we both just recognize each other? Maybe you're maybe in a past life you're right? lovers. No, that's weird. <laughs> Did so Does that ever happen fi- to you? You didn't figure out how you knew? No, we we come we came to the conclusion that we don't know each other at all. There what was you, nothing. What did he look like? I mean, he looked like a person. Had glasses. Where was he from? Jackson. How old was he? Like your age. Did he know me? No. Well, then he probably wasn't worth it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know me? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, I guess we already talked about sports stuff. Yep. No, we, we already, didn't. We already talked about the thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. We already talked about... A bunch of other stuff. We caught up yeah. on things. My terrarium. Oh, is there anything else I wanted to catch up on? Throwing knives are going well. You talk, talked about that. Broke one of the hatchets. Happens. Right. I think we're good. Good night, everyone. Good night. Well, it's weird that we say good night. What if you're listening to this at like 7 a.m.? Good morning. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day. <laughs> we hope you enjoy your day. Bye. And that was the brother's ketchup. <laughs> Tune in next week. Brought to you by Lanolin. And Kellogg's. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, play the squirt.
this is recording now? It is recording now. So this is the sports after the squirts. After the squirt sports. I wish... See, this is an audio format, but if we ever had a video format, I would love some cheesy digital graphic to come across the screen when like we said that. Like, on every the time screen. we said after the squirt sports, it would be the logo for after the squirt sports with some cheesy, like, 80s jingle. We can make that happen. You have to do it, though. Okay. I can't do it. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So, there, I feel like we have so much to talk about. Right, do we want to start with Dolphins or Yankees? We could go either way. I, th- I was going to say, hold on. Wait, we wait. don't even have to start Dolphins. There's we so just start positive. draft. There's so much positive. We don't even have to talk specifically our teams. We can just go whole draft. We could just do baseball. Whatever you want to do. Well, I think the last time we met, we were really down on the Yankees, but there's a lot of reason to be optimistic. All right, yeah. so in that case, I think we let's start with Dolphins because last week we start we <laughs> we were we were excited about the draft. I'm still excited about the draft. The draft um, has me feeling really. good. I think I said I wanted Pitts and Najee Harris. Reddit in general is trash, and you know how I feel about the website. Correct. But the Dolphins subreddit is a uniquely special type of trash that I like is it. reserved for like. They nothing makes those people happy. I, I think that's they're why I like, like it. Really, like, let's fire Chris Greer. Like, what, what are you talking about? Well, I don't think people are happy with the running back situation. I don't give a shit. This was a great draft, and I understand it. But yes, that's what I was gonna say. I want it last week. I think if you go back and listen to the after the squirt sports, do 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 do. I think I said I wanted Pitts or Devontae and Najee Harris. Didn't get either of those people. And I am still ecstatic with how this draft went. Jalen Waddle, the pick six. I'm so excited for that kid. He's unbelievable. Um, the only reason why I had him as my fourth receiver is because I don't really know anything about how to evaluate college prospects. It's really that simple. So I trust what the Dolphins did, and I trust if they had Waddle as their number one, they had him there for a reason. Waddle is – the Dolphins were I, I, one of the – Reviews I watched, I think, nailed it really well. But Waddle is kind of like you're drafting to fill the need for what the Dolphins have. And a lot of people had Waddle right to the Dolphins here because he fits what we're lacking perfectly. When you put Fuller and Devontae on the outsides... Not Devontae. Oh, oh, yeah. Devontae Parker Parker on the outsides. I'm sorry. You could fill so many needs with... with I think a we're player we're like really going to be able to slot. we're really going to be able to stretch the field now and yes. we're talking when you have a we used to last year we ran a lot of heavy tight end formations um a lot of a lot of tight end personnel but this year if you run uh three wide receivers so you'd have Devontae Fuller and Waddle. Waddle. And now you run that with two tight ends with Gasicki and Hunter Long. The two prospects in this draft I'm most excited about, by the way, Hunter Long and the safety that we got, Javon uh, Hooker? Is that his name? Oh, no. Uh, oh, Javon Hollywood. Hollywood. What's his name on Twitter? Hollywood. We should know it. Hodel? What? Is it Hodel? I don't know. Hodel? But he's a safety out of Oregon. Yeah. The kid's a ball hawk. I like him. He's He's sick. He's like one of my favorite picks. And he's perfect. He's, again, another 
this is why I'm so happy with Greer and Flores because everyone they draft is so focused on winning and being part of this team. Holland. They're Javon all Holland. Holland. Javon I said Holland. Holland. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But all these guys, listening to their press conferences, hearing what they have to say, they all sound like you can tell who Miami Dolphin, the Miami Dolphins want. They want team guys who love football. If you're a kid who just wants to be on the football field, that's the kind of guy so that the guy, they're drafting. So the, if you had to pick your... The ones you're most excited about, you said it was Javon. The tight end, Hunter Long. And Javon Holland. And Javon Holland. Okay, so Holland's a ball-hawking a... safety. We haven't had an actual ball-hawking safety in a long time. Who can play multiple positions. He plays. He has 800 snaps in his career out of the slot. That's crazy good. And he's like Bobby McCain's kind of and, Yeah, because this is, is Bobby McCain's last year. We have cornerbacks and playing I'd imagine, safety positions. So. I'd imagine... Bobby McCain will not be back. Save the money. Um, I'm really interested to see what like Noah Igbignogany does in this next season. Brandon Jones. Um, You're going to have to find someone who's going to fill in for Howard because yeah. Howard's not going to be there forever. He's not going to be the best quarterback in the league for a long, forever. So. Um, but for me, the two guys I'm most excited for, I mean, they're chalk. I'm excited for Waddle and... Phillips. Phillips, man. Jalen Phillips more so than anyone. Well, those two are expected he, to come in here and be and starters I, day one. And again, like I just said before, like I'm not – I know nothing about college prospects. It's like I want Quiddy Pay if we were going to go pass rush. Yeah. But again, I don't know anything about college prospects. I didn't know who Jalen Phillips was. I knew his name. I knew he was on the – I knew he was in the draft. I knew he was going to be drafted first round. I didn't know we were going to take him. And then you start watching video on this kid and what he's been through and the, the changes that he's had to go through between... The adversities over Oh, my God. This kid is unbelievable. I cannot wait to see him on the field. And if if he can and stay healthy... watching his highlight tapes. He's a, he's a beast. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be an absolute impact. And when we talk about what the Dolphins lacked last year, obviously we lacked run game, but we lacked Pass rush, man. We never got to the quarterback. And we had certain games where we did, but for the most part throughout the season, felt like we never were pressuring quarterbacks. Quarterbacks had all day. So even the kid we got at the end, Dokes, the running back. Yeah. Like, that's why everyone who's freaking out about the running back situation, they are, they like Gaskin, and they like Bowden, and they like Ahmed. Dokes is coming in here. He has to compete for a roster spot. But also, but if he averages more than two yards a carry, he's going to make this team. So, but also, I don't think the Dolphins went into this year saying we have to improve the run game by getting a running back. I just, I think they said we have to improve the run game by the fact that our offensive line is going to be a second year older. We have, we had three rookies last year, so you got two. You got an extra year on three of them. You're adding another tight end who can block and can get his hand in the ground and play on the line. And you're adding another weapon at receiver. Those, all those things are going to help your run game. So, like, I think they just looked at it and said, listen, Gaskin and Ahmed were good last year. I think they'll be even better this year with the other weapons that we get. Which is fine. I still wanted a more dual-threat running back who can, like, catch out of the backfield. But it's fine. I'm excited. I'm, I, I'd give us an A-plus draft grade. They drafted um, uh, offensive line help. Yep. Their tight end, Hunter Long, who I'm excited about, not only because I think he's going to be... Tight ends usually get drafted in the range. that Like, good tight ends are like usually like third-round guys. 
Like, they're not usually, like... There's very rarely the Kyle Pitts, I'm going high in the first round, I'm a tight end who comes out and then takes over the league. But Hunter Long could come out of nowhere and be a 20-year starter in this league, and I wouldn't be surprised. Just listening to the way this kid talks, looking at his background, looking at his highlights out of Boston College, this kid is for real. And he's the perfect tight end that we need in this system, especially if we don't re-sign Gusecki, because that's not a given... And if we re-sign Gusecki, then there's a chance that we have a two tight end system going for the next four or five years with Tua and a good and a good wide receiver core. It could be devastating for the who league, would you so I'm say really is excited about it? Who would you say is the best tight end in the league? Um, like true tight end, probably Kelsey out of Kansas City. Still, you think not Kittle? Kittle's good. But this is the this is the type of tight end that I think okay. Hunter Long could be. Like Kittle, like do you yeah. want to guess where Kittle was drafted? Because I, I didn't know off the top of my head. I Fourth or fifth it. round, probably. All right, he was overall number pick number one forty six. Hunter Long was eighty one. It's yeah. so like, yeah, you're right. Like tight ends can go third and fourth round, and you're gonna have a stud. Like well, you could, you could have a stud. And I think this kid's really a stud. Like looking yeah. at looking at his track record, listening to the way he talks, and then Flores. Remember, Flores is a Boston College guy, so like. He had an inside track of this kid. And Flores, listen to the way Flores talks about this guy. Like, I think the Flores is excited about him. So I really like what Flores and Greer, like, search for. In players. Like, I really do. Um, listen to every... From Dokes, who's the last pick of the draft, to Waddle, who's number six overall. Every single one of those guys in their press competitors. conference. You can... They, they, you could rip tear a page out of a book. They sound exactly the same. Like I love them. Especially Waddle, who I, said, who, they asked him, one of the questions from one of the Miami journalists was, why did you go out there to get back to your team on the national championship game after the injury? And he said, I just love playing football. Like, I just, I was good enough to play, and that means I'm on the field because I love playing football. I'm excited to see, like, a true playmaker. Like, when we drafted Devontae Parker... Even he wasn't... You're not drafting Devontae Parker as a playmaker. You're drafting him because he's, like, just a stud, big-time wide receiver who can, like, go up and get balls. And, and he's had first, a decent career for And for his, the first three years of his career, though, he didn't do anything. He's, he A lot of the times, even early wide receivers take time to develop. But I think that Devontae Parker's career has been fine. But yeah, it's been like, fine. You're Nothing like what Waddle's going to do. He was drafted... At, and with the expectations that you're going to have on Waddle. Now, Correct. whether or not Waddle lives up to those expectations. I think he Remember, will. when Jarvis Landry was here, the the numbers that Jarvis Landry was putting up, he was a second-round pick. So, like, wide receivers aren't... It, it, it just could be anywhere. It could be anywhere in the draft. That's I'm why excited. usually you don't get high wide receivers either, um, but this was a weird year. My favorite thing from the Dolphins draft was the phone call that Brian Flores had to Javon Holland. When he said, you know I'm a safety's coach at heart, so I'm going to be on you. They yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, you should listen to, I mean, listen to all these guys. Their press conferences were awesome. Um, and then the right. Yankees, dude. Like, the Yankees have been kicking butt. Uh, can we talk about Corey Kluber? Great day today. What the fuck was that? This is... All right, so... If, I know it's the Tigers. If in the first th- two and a half weeks of the season we saw how it could be when everything goes completely wrong, it all the question bad. marks we have... The last week has been like 
what it could look like if everything goes right. Yeah, it was like... Tyone pitched well. Herman pitched well. Kluber absolutely was lights out. Cole. The offense had a few days where they were absolutely hammering. Cole was absurd. Judge is now batting in the 280s. Giancarlo is now batting in the 270s. So Giancarlo Stanton, the, what good. he did in the span of nine games... Like, he went on a nine-game hit streak where he bat at 500 and just all of a sudden raised his batting average 140 early, points. It's early, man. Like, you could do that. And every... He has 16 balls batted at 100 and, 118 miles per hour or harder. That's crazy. What? <laughs> what are we talking about? This guy's unbelievable when it comes to just, like, how hard he can hit a ball. Um, and, yeah, Judge... I think Judge is going to... I said it before, and then he got off to like that little bit of a slow start. And I was like, ah, he's like he's at his. Like, if you look at his numbers, where they kind of fall right now, they're right in line with just a top five player in baseball. He's just got to be on the field a little bit more, and I think he can put up like a top five season. I think he can, but too. um. I tried. I was saying it to you yesterday or the day before about Chapman. He's electric. He's not on pace for his best season. He is on base on pace for the best season all time from a reliever. Now it's early. We're a month into the season, but he looks as good as I've ever seen any pitcher look. Like what we talk about with Degrom as a starter. That's what he's doing. As That's a what he's doing as a reliever, but 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 better. The thing with him that he has going right now, and it's something that I wouldn't even say Mo had, but Mo obviously put up twenty years of doing incredible things. But Chapman has batters out before they, not just before they step in the batter's box, but like before they get in the hole. Like they're on the they're bench, on the bench like, and they're like they're putting their batting gloves on. And they're like, I'm already struck out. Like I can't hit this guy. How is that possible? Like the guy, if Chapman struck a guy out and then walked the guy and then struck a guy out, the fourth guy would he's already psyched himself. He can't. Yeah, hit. No. Guys are coming up to the plate with their knees rattling. It's crazy. Well, I've never seen him throw this hard this early without it being warm yet. His slider is. Developing that split, unbelievable, and then that splitter, like Developing the fact split. that he was just able to like, I have a third pitch now, and it's a plus pitch. What? No one does that, <laughs> and it's unbelievable. And I think if he can keep this up, he should have done. We're, we're going to be talking about like historic. He should have done this when he was twenty four. He could be a starter. <sighs> He's yeah, awesome. He looks great. Um, anyone else from the draft stand out to you? Any other um, teams? I think the Jets are doomed to fail. I like what the Jets are doing. Draft the linemen. Get your uh, get your franchise quarterback. It's not going to work. He's going to be bad. Like, There's nothing about Zach Wilson that I think is going to be... Oh, he might be okay, but he's not. He's not the guy. I tend to agree. Like, he's not the guy. But like, I don't think many teams got the guy. Like, I don't think San Fran got the guy. Um... I think I don't think the I I really like Justin Fields. Justin Fields is my number two QB, but because he's going to the Bears, it's like eh. I think he's a shot in Chicago. Remember when Cutler was in the, on the Bears? There were some good years. 
nothing really. Nothing else really stands out. Uh, the Bengals not drafting Sewell, I thought was. I mean, everyone had Chase going there, but I really thought the Bengals were gonna just like actually draft line help. Bengals are doomed to suck. I think Burrow's but Burrow's die. awesome. So I think that that's what I'm worried about is Burrow just has an injury plague career, but Burrow could elevate that team. But I think they're lost. Like I don't think that what's his face, the head coach Zach, uh, was it Zach Taylor? Yeah. I don't think he's any good. I think that I. And I think drafting a wide receiver at four after like being as bad as you have been two years in a row is not it, a good recipe. Yeah, like not it's a not where – like the Dolphins, right? Like we're drafting a wide receiver at six after a year in which we just missed out on the playoffs and the biggest thing that hurt them all well, we year just, was their offense. Their offense the didn't why, have any electricity behind it. And the reason why Dolphins fans were upset is because of the offensive line. Now, in the, when you're drafting high in the draft, like top 10 in the draft, you should be drafting a premium position. So you're talking about edge rusher. You're talking about offensive line. You're talking about those type of a quarterback. You're talking about premium positions that can be game changers. Usually it's not wide receiver. The Dolphins, being in a unique position, coming off a draft where we just took three offensive linemen in the top – 80, I think, of the draft, including a first-rounder last year. Like, we didn't have to actually take that first-rounder. And fans are still upset with the front office for not taking the offensive tackle. I can't imagine what Bengals fans are saying when you pass on the offensive tackle. I don't know. From what I've seen, Bengals fans seem fine with it. Um, Whatever. Listen. You got to protect that kid. If actually is not protected, it's last gonna be night, a problem. last night I actually met a Bengals fan. And we were talking about the draft, and I was like, "Are you happy?" And he just went, "Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm." Like he's he was like, "We should have taken Sewell." He's like, "He's like, Chase is gonna be cool, but like, he's never gonna get open because Burrow's gonna have two seconds to throw to him." Um, the other thing, my other takeaway from the draft was it really felt like the Patriots. Are just like the rest of us now. Just grasping at straws, drafting Mac Jones. Mac Jones, listen, I'll eat my words in three years when Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady, but for right now, fucking what a loser pick that is. <laughs> Mac Jones is terrible. Uh, so, yeah, good job, Patriots. You suck. I think Belichick thinks he, he's good enough to win me some games. No way. Their team's not good. You have no talent anywhere on that roster. They signed so many people in free agency. They have no talent. A bunch of mercenaries. I don't and care. Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. I used to think it really was like Belichick, and Belichick's a great coach. I'm not saying he's not, but Tom Brady had such an impact on, on the entire team. So. Well, but that's pretty much that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else too interesting. We didn't get a running back. Everyone's bad. Everyone I don't care else. that much. I, I cared. Who did Javante... Where did Javante Williams go? Who drafted? Was it the Jets? No, the Broncos traded up in front of us. Oh, but I don't think... The Broncos? Yeah. They need a running back? Don't they have so. Patrick Lindsay? Well, that... I guess they're taking Javante Williams. I, I'm hearing Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Broncos. I mean, if they want to just... Their defense was awesome last year. You figure it's going to get a little bit better because they drafted... Who they draft in the first round, the Broncos? They drafted a sick defensive player, right? I don't remember. I think... Not Parsons. I, fuck. But either way, I think their defense is going to get a little bit better. 
And if they make a trade for Aaron Rodgers and have an Javante Williams, that'll be a nice little team. That they're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are not trading Aaron Rodgers. You heard it here first. So I think it's different. Like I think they will because I think <laughs> I think Lafleur doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. I think Lafleur wants uh, love to start. Yeah, I think love he loves love. I like love a lot. Well, that's been after the squirt sports. If you stuck around this long, we really appreciate it. And uh, tune in next week, where you'll hear other stuff. Bye. <laughs>